0: Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives tools, and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to the She Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shay at shay-doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Hi, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. I'm very grateful that you've chosen to spend your time listening, so let me make it worth your while. You would have heard in the introduction that I spoke about freedom of mind, about mastering our own lives, becoming more self-directive. So let me just take a moment to explain what that means. Most of us go through life based on what other people tell us we should be doing. And by other people, I mean things like our parents, our friends, the schools that we go to, what we listen to from the government, societal expectations, work expectations. So these are all filters that build up in our mind over time. And if you think about how you used to feel in your mind in the dreams that you had when you were a child compared to this point in your life, those dreams can become further away or certainly feel like they're a lot further away and feel like life has just happened. And the thing is, we don't know differently because we haven't taken the time to understand. We look at things from a very one-sided view, a very familiar view, familiar surroundings, a familiar environment, familiar opinions. Instead of looking at lots of views, instead of looking at a worldview and understanding different perspectives. And what this means is that usually we end up unhappy. We end up feeling like we haven't quite achieved what we wanted to in life or we're not quite at the point that we thought we'd be. I've been on a transformative journey, especially over the last few years, where I've really been able to up my game. In different areas of my life, my mindset, fitness, health, my wealth habits. And I'm just really at the beginning of that journey, but it's taken me a long time to get to that point. And I've been able to get to this point through perspectives that I've learned whilst I've been exploring the world. The purpose of this podcast is to share those tips and tools and methods and strategies also to create a community of incredible people around the world to help each other achieve freedom in our own lives because I can guarantee you it is an incredible feeling. And that's exactly what each week will be about. It will be based on a new tool, a new tip or a new perspective, fascinating new ways of thinking from the greatest minds around the world that will unlock this freedom for us all. So let's get started with the first week. It's important that I start with my background so that you can decide if you feel there's a connection and ultimately if you feel this is something that will add value to at this point in your life. So I'll begin at the start growing up. If you picture wheat fields, fishing in the rivers, the sounds and smells of cows most mornings joining Cub Scouts and adventuring in the wilderness. That was really what my childhood looked like. I also come from a big family. I'm half Irish, and for anybody that knows, that means a real sense of community. So I remember growing up, there would be, on family occasions, 40 to 50 of us at least, sharing everything around the table. Strict Catholic upbringing, particularly from my granddad's side. And I'm talking, remembering when I used to go and visit him in the house and when you walk through the door on the left hand side, there'd be uh, some holy water that you dip your fingers into and do the cross sign. So that's what we're talking here. My granddad had a big family, lots of brothers and sisters. A lot of the brothers were priests and a lot of the sisters were nuns. And if they weren't priests or nuns, they were usually farmers or builders. And I heard these. Incredible stories when I was younger of the priests and the nuns as missionaries around the world. Now I was too young to understand what missionary meant. But I heard stories of them traveling to these incredible places. Nigeria, the Philippines, Burma, India, Tahiti. And I heard the stories of them interacting with these communities of people that felt like they were from far away, mysterious places. And it absolutely fascinated me. And I think that combined with going to nighttime astronomy classes, I used to go to some of those classes with my dad to look up at the stars at night and learn about the sky. And also, as I mentioned, cubs, learning to cook, learning to camp. Those things were what gave me the freedom and the feeling of exploration to go out and adventure. And I think that's really where my fascination for our planet started. And then I also had this hustler side to me. I wanted to earn cash. I remember trying to find as many jobs as I could to earn money. Cleaning bins in the village at the weekend. That's never very nice to have splashback at the best of times but especially from a smelly black bin get my hands on as many paper rounds as possible, even if it was too many sometimes my parents had to come and help me drive around in the car because the bags were so heavy, cleaning as many cars as I could at the weekend and also working in a recycling factory, 5am till 5pm, that was to buy my first motorbike, my first shot of freedom. And at school, I was fairly average in terms of my grades. I was lucky that I went to a school that specialised in performing arts. So it really allowed you to bring out the creative side of your personality. Singing, dancing, drama, those things were really important to me. I remember I also went to stage school at the weekends and would be practising dance routines with my sister in the house and trying to show the routines to our parents as much as possible. And then when I was 15, my life changed quite significantly. My dad was diagnosed with a terminal form of cancer. It was also the age that I came out to my parents. And it was the age that I decided to drop out of school after my exams. So there was quite a lot going on at the time. A lot for me to figure out. A lot that I didn't understand myself. And so you can imagine my parents were freaking out that I wanted to drop out of school, that I didn't want to follow the traditional path and go to university. I had a job in a bookshop at the time, a weekend job. It started as a weekend job and I went full time. But I did promise my parents that I would get a decent job to set me on a good career path. Because in the bookshop, I spent a lot of time buying cakes from Greg's for the managers who would be sitting smoking on the back stairs and um, working my butt off. (laughs) But no real feeling of career progression or promotion opportunities, you know, that stuff moved very slow. So I landed a job in the bank and I remember my first paycheck, it was double that of what I earned in the bookshop and we're still talking under a grand, so you can imagine, I just had no value on what my time meant at that point in my life. I was too young, and the early days of my banking career went very well. You know, I won a lot of sales awards. There was many firsts. I was one of the youngest branch managers. It was the first time where I really started working with a lot of role models who I was able to look up to and learn from, and also. My dad kept me very humble. And his advice a lot of the time was about being kind and that people buy from people and to never forget that. And then as my bank career progressed, it, it really took off. I was able to move out. I moved in with my best mates. And that was an incredible time. We had this house to ourselves. The rent was less than £100 because we were renting it from my, one of my friend's parents. We had parties all of the time. You know, it was a a great point in life, great freedom, great experience. And it turned into a very successful 11 year career in banking. I was able to travel around the world. I was able to move to London. And that move to London really majorly shifted my perspective. And we're talking significantly shifted my perspective for the first time in life. A whole different world opened to me you know if you think about the joke from little britain about the only gay in the village that's pretty much what my life was like <laughs> and then suddenly go into this international city where there was guys from all over the world all different walks of life and people from all over the world and fascinating events that were happening and festivals and pride and politics there was so much going on that just Opened my mind in a way that it had never been opened before. But from a work perspective, things began to get very competitive. You know, I was suddenly in a very different space. I was in a very different playing field of people who were equally progressing in their careers, and it became very competitive. It became about impressing, about catering to the big bosses, putting in a lot more hours, a lot more pressure. And those things, with or without realizing, many of us go through. And there's sacrifices on the other end of that. We sacrifice some of the relationships that we have. We sacrifice our own freedom of thought. We become even more influenced by people around us. And we become clouded. I certainly found that I became clouded in my judgment. You know, I had this path laid out in front of me of this great career ladder. I was fighting for it more than ever before for many years. Though there was something inside that was off balance. I wasn't quite happy. And yet I was seeing that in other people too. Walking into the office each morning, a lot of people didn't feel happy. They weren't smiling, putting on weight, overlooked, undervalued fighting for diversity. So it definitely came at a price. And in a way, I was able to see what would that look like for the rest of my life. And then in 2018, something happened that really swept the world away from underneath my feet. My dad passed away. And although we knew there would be a point when this happened with the illness that he had, you can never be prepared for that moment. It really changed my whole perspective on life. It was a very emotional and painful time in my life. And my dad was a huge part of so many of our lives. You know, he was so supportive and loving and guiding. And suddenly that guidance and love was gone. So it really made me reevaluate was this what I wanted? You know, is this what I want for the rest of my life? Is this what makes me happy? Because if anything, I've just been shown through this experience that we never know what's around the corner and things can change within 24 hours. So somehow that experience made me clearer than ever before and gave me some kind of fire and motivation that I needed to kickstart a change in my life. And so one dream that I'd had continuously throughout my life, was to explore the world. Now, I'd, I'd had opportunities to go out and see different parts of the world, but never in the way that I would truly wanted to, getting a backpack on, leaving everything behind, and going out into the world to explore. So that's exactly what I did. I arranged a meeting with my boss, and I quit. I remember going into that meeting, I was so nervous. There were so many opinions on whether this was the right thing to do. Should I really be leaving this great career behind me? Is this what you want, Shay? There was lots of questions, but I just felt there was this one thing that was pulling me towards getting out into the world and exploring. And I had to follow that. So I left, left the UK, started in Peru. And it was an expedition that took me right around the world, from South America to Southeast Asia, China, across Africa. And I was able to learn and work with the greatest minds, great people and nature and places on our planet. I learned from so many different kinds of paths on that journey. And it really changed everything radically. Changed my perspective of thinking, my way of looking at the world, how I felt in my mind. It was an incredible journey. And then towards the end of that first expedition, I remember coming back to the UK. You know, I think I would describe this as a two-sided coin. There was two parts to this. In one sense, I had this... Freedom of thought in my mind, and my life was more self directed than ever before. On the other hand, I was coming back to what I knew and to who I knew and the ways of society that I felt so distant from. And I had these weird moments of observing life happening around me and people rushing around, people unhappy again, friends or ex colleagues talking about money problems, work problems, they were thinking of quitting. Family troubles, you know, not much had seemed to move forward and things felt how they used to be. And that's so true for many of us. You know, we have these distractions in our life. Relationships could be one, work could be another. Buying a house, for example. Things that distance us from what we really want allow us to create excuses that we're too busy. I haven't got time, I haven't got enough money. Don't know if it's what I should be doing or I think about it next year. And we question ourselves. You know, it makes us question our own happiness throughout all of that. We keep coming back to this point of, I don't know if this is what I actually want, but yet we don't do anything about that. So back in the UK, and I knew I wanted to set out on this new path. I wanted to be my own boss. I didn't want to be tied to an office or to a country. I wanted to find a way to keep on exploring. So I set out and attempted at that new path, but without really taking the time to think about what I love and how I could make a living from that. I just kind of launched straight into, right, what can I do? I need to make this happen. Very head down and focused, but too much so. So I took everything that I knew and that I'd learned from banking and packaged up those ideas as a consultant. Though over a month or two through going out and pitching and meeting people and connecting, it was great. And I was hearing what I wanted to hear. That's a great website, great logo. I love the concept, but I wasn't signing any deals. You know, and it just made me realize, okay, something's not working here. And eventually I got to the point of realizing, okay, my concept is way too generalist. I'm trying to do everything for everyone and I need to be way more specific. So then I had another go at this round two, if you like consulting. And I thought, right, I will be specific and focus on something that I really enjoyed. And whilst I was traveling, I was able to work with a lot of ethical startups and NGOs and help them move forward. So I'll start there. And focus on how companies can become more ethical. And at this point, I was on zero income. So I was pulling favors, staying on friends' sofas in London, going from library to library to try and find free Wi-Fi. Spending way too much time on things like coming up with a concept, coming up with the pitch book, designing a website, You know, things that seem really important when you're first starting off on your first business, but actually, in many ways, they can be a waste of time. And again, it's something that can cloud your judgment from when you take this out there, do people actually want it? And I came back to the same conclusion. You know, the deals weren't being signed and it made me question my ability. Can I actually go out on my own. Am I actually able to even do this? Am I good enough? And I remember I had this one call when I was pitching, where it was more an advice call actually, and the person said to me, if you didn't know the CEO, I would have told you to fuck off. Because there's so many people doing what you're trying to do. Uh, so that put things into perspective and that was quite a wake-up call. I always remember that as one of the Pivotal points for me to reevaluate because I was shrinking my mindset again by questioning myself, not believing in myself. So I had this realization that I was slipping back into my habits from before. And it gave me the opportunity to just seriously question what I was doing. What did I love? What do I actually want? No, again, I was back to that question of what do I want, but it was in a different way, different point in my life. And you know, the answer was that I know that I love exploring the world, but I don't know much else past this point of what I want. And that's okay because it's important for me to spend some time thinking and learning and trusting myself that I will do what I love and the rest will come. It takes us a long time to ever get to that point where we believe in ourselves that much again, that we're willing to put everything that society pushes upon us to one side and take a step forward, regardless of people thinking that we may be crazy for doing that. So I set back out into the world and luckily I picked up a few hours of consulting for a startup. So that helped me in terms of covering expenses. And I went through this intensive period of self-investment and learning and continuing to learn from the greatest minds of the past, so philosophers, scientists, to people of the present, leaders, investors, and radical thinkers. I was heading back to my truth. I was getting this freedom of mind. I was free to direct my own path again because I was doing what I loved without being influenced by others, but by listening to new perspectives and deciding for myself. And a very important part of that was also beginning to build up this community to help other people do the same. And that takes us to today. So over the following weeks, these tools that I've learned, the methods, the perspectives that I've learned from the great minds throughout this exploration, throughout the expeditions around the world, that have changed my life, enabled me to direct my own life and feel clearer, feel happier and more connected than I ever have been before. And to share that with you, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm showing up. And the reason why building up this community is so important is because we help each other. There's no way I would have learned any of this or be at the point that I'm at if it wasn't for other people around the world. Every one, every individual has value to add. So next week we start. And the very first one of these methods is going to be about how we get past illusions and discover the truth. Discover the real reason that we're being driven to do something. Go to Shay-Doran.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member.